Here comes the boom. Are you ready for some explosive tatas? <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> always. Tabitha, you silly tart. You silly tart. Prelet Summers has fallen! Oh my gosh. Welcome to the XY Podcast. <laughs> Never mind. I have to do it again. <laughs> Welcome to the XY no, Podcast. No. All right. Step three. One more time. Welcome to the XY Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. Just plain Justin. Just plain Justin. We're not doing anything silly today. It's an easy, simple week. It's just Justin. It's just Justin. Just Justin. I don't... Easy, simple week. I mean, come on, Marvel. What are you doing to me? Well, yeah. I mean, we, we don't have as many comics as we thought. So we're talking about X-Men Unlimited, number 63, Marvel Voices, number 27, and Exterminators, number 3. Yes. Yes, all three of those a little surprise add-in from the Snicked family. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. And uh, before all that... The news? The news! News. <laughs> it's what it. do we got for news? <laughs> we got nothing! There's no news! <laughs> Just taking the week off, I guess. As <laughs> uh, as you frantically prepare for LA Comic Con. Oh, I'm not ready. Not ready. My flight is in less than is in like what ten hours? Ten yeah. hours. I'm yeah. not packed. Yeah, ten hours. <laughs> well, we did. We got some Black History Month covers. Okay. So many people online were like, "It's December, Marvel. Slow your roll." Like, I mean, but that's only two months away. Exactly. Like, do you you read comics every month? You get the previews two months out every month, and now because Black History Month is two months away, you get all salty. People gotta complain about everything, huh? Yeah, but little storm variant I for the Scarlet saw Witch. That that you posted that. that, and I was like, ooh yeah, T'Challa. T'Challa. Everyone in in tweeting back at Marvel was like, oh, you love T'Challa now, even though you killed him in, uh, the, mo- in the movies. It's like, uh, come on, y'all. You really need to pay attention to the real world. The world is out of control. <laughs> we got Blade. We got we Blade. Got Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Uh, I like them. I do too. Those are great. And I also just like laughing at ridiculousness. Yeah. Y'all should just just be aware that clearly Justin and I are in an extra silly, ridiculous mood today. It's like a overtired. I didn't sleep well last night. I don't really sleep well the night before. Alicia doesn't sleep. She refuses. <laughs> She's got better things to do, like dancing and cosplay nonsense. Yeah, what is sleep? I don't know. Hey, what is the things you need to know for Dark Web? Well, Marvel's got you covered. Oh, Marvel, tell they, us. They listened to our podcast, and they took the cliff notes, and they didn't know. I mean, they got they got their own guys. They got their own guys for yeah, this. Yeah, that's cool. I want to be one of those guys at me, but still, there's an article Detailing what you need to know, and it even includes the Beyond Corp, and what happened with Ben Riley, okay. and the fact that he is now a villain again. Again. And they talk about Queen Goblin, and Janine, and they talk about Maddie. They're giving you the rundown. They're giving you the rundown. They're giving you the little cliff notes, things that might have otherwise appeared in a comic. 
They're getting you prepped. But they're getting you prepped online because they want you to go to their website and check it. <laughs> hey, so Guardians of the Galaxy 3 had a, yeah, had a teaser trailer. Trailer, trailer. Gamora, the tales of Rocket's past has been teased yeah. as a, a core concept of this narrative. Interested in the status of that Gamora. You know, like she's time displaced. Yeah. She's, she is she gonna also fall in love with Peter Quill or no? How could you not? I mean, you could not. You could not because you're too busy looking at Swole Groot, which <laughs> is his official name according to the cast. If you watch the holiday special, you, you may have felt a similar like, what the heck is going on with Groot in the Justin background? Really thought it was a guy in a suit. I just thought it was a guy in a suit, and they were just like, no, we're not. We're not CGIing. We're not doing that. No, he is. CGI. No, but I think you thought that it was just a person in yeah, a suit. But there's no motion capture. Right. It's just CGI of a suit. And it's just straight up animation. It feels a little weird. It just looks a little weird. And that I might think you also just don't be like it because he's buff. Yeah, because he's he's showing me up. <laughs> no, but it's just like adult Groot is supposed to be like tall and lanky. The other interesting part that came out of me reviewing some of the articles about that, mm -hmm. this is an entirely new Groot. Yes. Which I don't know if I cool. if I knew or accepted that the Groot that we knew from the Guardians of the Galaxy 1, he died. That person is gone. Mm -hmm. And then this sapling that now has grown into Swole Groot, that has grown up and is bench pressing <laughs> Rocket Raccoon's face left and right, <sighs> that is a new child of group that is a different person has a different temperament different personality it is not the same group it's not just a, it's a, not a clone of group right yeah it's not a krakoan resurrection group well good to know that's all i was i was really scraping for some news <laughs> i was just like on twitter on marvel on reddit just hey what's going on y'all tell me everyone is creeping into that there's a a creator on tiktok if you watch tiktoks often you've probably seen her her name is elise myers and i sent this video of her to justin the other day where she was saying it's the monday after thanksgiving she's like i'm not starting anything new i've already reached the finish line and now i'm waiting for the rest of the year to reach the finish line i'm done yeah. like that's it and i feel like that's kind of the general consensus when it gets to this point when it gets to december people are like Oh, the holidays mean I just chill and I don't do anything until the new year. I don't know. It's interesting that you say that because I, I also felt that when I saw a meme that was similar to that yesterday. But then I get this weekly newsletter from James Clear. He's the author of Atomic Habits, which mm -hmm. is a book about building small changes that explode over time. It's actually really interesting if you're interested in habit formation. Anyway. He had a question about what can you do in the last 30 days of the year that can make it feel like you, you made a big impact on the year or that like, you know, this you could you could in the 11th hour, the 12th hour, I guess, do some stuff if you wanted. And I just think that that was an interesting counter argument to how I was feeling yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The person I am versus the person I want to be. The, but the person I am is burnt out. <laughs> sure. No, no, I hear you. I hear that, especially the last couple of weeks. Hey, we have a poll. Oh, a poll. Who do you think is the winner of the poll? Uh, exterminators. Okay, but is it exterminators with a boom emoji? Exterminators with a dazzle emoji? Exterminators with a fireworks emoji? Or exterminators with a knife emoji? <laughs> Ooh, it's a boom emoji for me. It is a boom emoji for most folks. 
Dazzler with 10%, Jubilee with 13%, Wolverine with 16%, and Boom Boom with 61%. That's right, Boom Boom. That's crazy. I mean, honestly, Boom Boom is the MVP of this book. It's true. Boom Boom and her Boom Booms. <laughs> her Boom Boobs. <laughs> we have two thought provokers before Ooh. we get into the... I mean, it's, it's one and then one that like concerned me a little. And maybe you want to reach out to him. But anyway, first one, comic extracts. A broader question. Taking stock, which mutants do we think are thematically the heart, mind, and soul of the Krakoan era so far? This is what I would like to say for everyone listening and also for comic extracts specifically. The other day, Justin said to me, comic extracts asked a question, and I want you to think about it before the show. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you it. And then about 15 minutes ago, he told me that It was question. a solid 45 minutes ago. Oh, no. Let the record show. <laughs> and it was only in that time that I started to really consider my answer. Well, all right. Oh, this is a tough question for me. I definitely feel like, what was it? Heart, soul? Heart, mind, and soul. Heart, mind, and soul. I think, I definitely think Storm is on this list. Hmm. I think Storm is on this list, and do you want to think about it while I say mine? Sure, but I just didn't want my answers to be swayed by your answers. But okay, I just no. Go ahead. Heart is hope. Blech. Blech. Her belief in the people in in the island of Krakoa. Her belief in the five. Their belief in her. She is the heart of the island. She is the person calling everyone to arms. She is... Do you want to hear Daniel's as well, comic extracts? Yeah, yeah. So magic is his heart because she's willing to give Maddie another chance. So she really embraces the idea of Krakoa and second chances. And I mean, it's going to blow up in her face because of Dark Web. <laughs> but I love that she's there for it. Kate. Kate is your heart. Kate is the heart because I, I she is out there trying to gather the mutants who can't make their way to Krakoa and her goal is to make everyone a part of this society as it's meant to be. Throughout Kate. all time and space. Ugh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Just Kate is the heart. Kate is my heart. Dylan and I were doing a live yesterday yeah. and we had a very diplomatic conversation about what our feelings were about marauders. I'm proud of you both yeah. for being able to have a diplomatic conversation about it because I yeah. just choose to not talk about it because I don't want to say anything. All if right. you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, that's true. It, it started because we were talking about Scarlet Witch, mm. which is how lightly tied to the X line. And I do want to reiterate that it is lightly tied in the fact that Polaris is going to show up in issue three. And I think in the first couple issues, there will be some grieving over a recently lost father figure. Ooh. Which I think both interesting, but I also think it's going to be a similar encounter like I was with Black Panther. Like, hey, Storm's not in this anymore. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I like Black Panther, but not enough to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next one? Mind. Mind. I have two answers. You can't. I do. You can't. I make the rules. No, Comic Extracts makes the rules. Cyclops. <sighs> You hate all my answers. <laughs> you hate all my answers. The lengths that he goes to playing scenarios out to protect Krakoa and safeguard 
what he now has with his family, to give up his captain commander position for what he felt was right to start the X-Men team, to give up the secrets of resurrection, to continue to ask the questions that are necessary and to fight for what is right for the mutant people. He is constantly thinking about what is right. You're not going to like comic extracts answer. It's brand because <gasps> she's playing the long game, but missing the real threats within. And I think that is just because you don't like brand, but she is a mind manipulator of the Krakoan era. Man, my answer. Wolverine, Logan. What? Because. The mind? The mind of Krakoa. Because from the moment they've been on Krakoa, he has been thinking about how to keep Krakoa safe constantly. He has, he has the, the spirit of Krakoa on his mind, and he doesn't want anyone to get soft. Yeah. I'd say the spirit of Krakoa, the nation, and not necessarily the spirit of the island because they are at odds at times. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I totally hear. And, and especially thinking about how the safety of the island affects mm -hmm. the mutant people. I think that's a good answer. Thank you. Do you want to know my second answer? Sure. Even if it doesn't count, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's Doug. Yeah, that cipher. was going to be my second answer, and, too. And honestly, I thought of it after the fact, and I, I didn't really think of a reason why, but I, I still feel like that's... I mean, my other answer was Emma. Okay. Just because of the council. That woman. Don't speak of her like this. No, the way that she talks about Moira. Oh. That's a specific quote from Inferno. <laughs> um, beep, 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 beep. You crazy brain. The third and final answer, the soul of Krakoa. And again, I'm split. And I'm going to tell you both answers because the first one is not really my answer. It was my answer, and then I think I swerved. Okay. But part of me obviously wants to say my boy, Nightcrawler. Because of, because the, of the spark? The spark, the philosophical questions that he's asking, what this era means to the people, what it means to him, what it means to the mutant population as a whole. Like that is, and, and what he's willing to fight for. But I know that Daniel said Kurt. Comic Extract said Kurt. Okay. And his reasoning was because he's spending every moment making the most of his trauma for the good of others. Mm -hmm. Like he's actually working towards improving other things. And okay. that's great. And then I started thinking about Apocalypse. Oh, Jesus. Especially <laughs> what he's been about and what he started while on Excalibur. This is the survival of the fittest he has always wanted. He, his soul is the soul of the nation. This is the next generation of mutant achievement to be able to find and create magic in this world, to have a place of security and to then permeate that soul, that, that reasoning out into the rest of the people. The crucible, still a big thing. Mm. I mean, you know, it kind of, you don't need to do it anymore now that you have the Elysium fields, but an adopted methodology of how to do this, bringing together everyone to fight for Krakoa in Ten of Swords. And where the heck is he? Because I want him. I want him back. Well, my answer is Storm. Storm. My I like that. My answer is Storm. Because, because Storm, and also because <laughs> of the way that Storm centers, she's the center of Krakoa and Arako together. She... She's very steadfast. She holds true to her beliefs, to her morals. She's grounded. She's a voice of the people. She's compassionate. She's 
just always looking at the bigger picture storm no i like that i like storm i like all these answers these are great answers even though you said yuck to both of my first I'm two sorry. answers and you clearly did not like those answers i didn't like brand as an answer either there you go well so, but i like comic extracts and i like you so that's good i like it's it it's not about you it's about your answer thanks for that question comic extracts if you all have an answer to these questions and you yeah. want to at us about it you can also at comic extracts on instagram about it and join that conversation yeah get involved warlion said that he can't skip an episode without sending us something so here's some love but he hasn't read any of the issues yet and this is what concerned me oh warlion are you okay i'm worried you're not What's reading new comics i feel like sacrilege like i i, I worry is something like and maybe you're just like on vacation or you're yeah, doing something maybe you're just know, having a life <laughs> people have lives and I, I totally understand that but i don't acknowledge that i do it right, <laughs> right. i just i refuse but you know. i i do appreciate that you at least realized that if you just didn't say anything we'd probably be even more we'd worried. be even more concerned because i'm like oh uh, uh i didn't get any messages from warline where with is questions. he where's an us what's going on and that doesn't feel safe that doesn't mean that he won't listen to the episode, though. I love that. Love Thank it. you. Yeah. Thank you for your support. We appreciate you. Is it time? It's time to talk about comics. All right. Well, let's start with X-Men Unlimited number 63. And we're just really hard into the Age of Apocalypse here. And I mean, it was set up. Yeah, yeah. Knock it down. But we're just, we're just going straight into it. Cyclops is, is taking down xavier sinister's joining in you mean he, experiment three four eight nine six yes because that's his name because he's not he he is not the real charles charles xavier he is a and, dead clone body he is basically what creates madeline right so madeline before she came online was just a clone body of gene gray and then when the phoenix died as gene mm -hmm. the piece of Gene's soul that was connected to the Phoenix went to Madeline and sparked her alive, came to life. Sinister had given up, essentially, on that clone body. Well, either way, Charles is here. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's and Sinister fighting. has a Kid Omega gun. Yeah. And he... Who can talk. Right. I the love gun, it. The gun can talk. And we find Sinister connecting to xavier's brain and his memories and recounting all that is yeah we get pox, another pox. house of x issue two moment of the lives of moira and the experiences of and this is what i was saying last week how this is now age of apocalypse informed by the house of x era and that what could possibly be going on in sinister's mind now that he knows all these things who knows, but Charles needs to get out and guess who's going to help him? Laura, the Wolverine. The Wolverine, not Logan, who he calls out to. Apparently, he can sense a familiar mind and because there's some similarities, obviously, mm -hmm. but a feral version of the Wolverine, Laura Kinney. Who, so these two, they make their way out. They're out and about. Uh, shout out to my girl, Laura, for being in all three of our comics. Yeah, for sure. She is the MVP pop, of the pop. week. And then, wait, but wait, we're being attacked. Yeah, so even so they get out of the building, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to the art team, too, because this is the 
X-Men 92 art team, Salva mm. Espin and Israel Silva. And you can feel that energy. But as they fall from this building and into the skulls of all the dead, Charles feeling de the death of these minds around them. They think, oh, maybe we'll we'll get out. We'll we'll go. But the weight of him being affected by the impacts of him not being alive. Mm -hmm. You got to acknowledge that this is a huge smack in the face. Oh, hey, if you just didn't let your son accidentally kill you, all these people would still be alive. Yeah, that's true. And then they're attacked. And then they're attacked. By? Havoc and Cannonball. Prelate Havoc, the, the bad version of Havoc. Dun, 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 and Cannonball. And Cannonball, who, you know. He can mess people up all day. Yeah. And you think that it's not going to end well, but psych again, because... Wild Child and Sabretooth are here to save the day. Oh, I was so excited when I saw Wild Child. And then as I'm scrolling down further, the chain grabbing Havoc mm -hmm. by the throat. And you know who's got the chain. If you know anything about Age of Apocalypse. You know. You know. Sabretooth is here. It's Sabretooth. Now, there there have been a number of, not, not too many, but a handful of times that Marvel has revisited Age of Apocalypse. And I appreciate this because it's revisiting it with a twist it mm. really feels like the energy of x-men 92 house of 92 mm -hmm. where we're taking a new influence and we're revisiting some variation of this timeline whether or not it actually is reality 295 i don't know right we don't know but we'll find out more next time because the x-men would like to have a word with hey. mr xavier hey chuckles hey chuckles i did like that to be continued, A World Without X, Part 2. Written by Jordan Blum. Art by Salva Espin. Colors by Israel Silva. Letters, Joe Sabino. This Joe Sabino. We had a shout out from Mike Loves Mariah Carey. He's excited that AOA is back, baby. Mm -hmm. Laura taking a Cyclops eye. Havoc dying. Sinister getting a Many Lives, lives of Xavier moment. What a wonderful issue. Best Marvel Unlimited comic ever. All I need right now in my life is for Rogue to appear in the next issue. So I have. I feel like she's going to be gonna here. going to validate my cosplay. Absolutely. Like, boom. Relevant. I mean, your cosplay is relevant regardless. <laughs> in the same you. way that my Magneto's yes. very much so relevant. It is still my phone home screen. Mine too. Okay. So just taking it to the bubs. All the bubs. I. I was so excited. So this was a surprise. Mm -hmm. I did not know that this was happening. I saw it on an article or a tweet. I don't know how I saw it. But to know that, yeah, it was a tweet from Marvel Unlimited. The family snicked. And and to just them calling themselves the Snicks. Mm -hmm. That's what we call it. They're Technogan and the Snicks, but without Technogan. But right. with Papa Logan. Right. I just, I love it. This was so ridiculous. This is a really, really fun issue. And, you know, basically... It's Marvel Voices number 27, and Gabby is calling all the snicks, calling them from their drinking and their bar fights, yeah, we got from their fighting in space, from their date nights for a family meeting. Little bubs and the message to all the other bubs. Drop everything you're doing. This is an emergency. This is an emergency. They roll up. Gabby's house is a mess. What could possibly be wrong? I feel like that's just how she lives. Yeah. Like, if I was... <laughs> there's another reason why it's like oh man is gabby and i are gabby and i connected spiritually well yes 
as the issue continues. Yeah, no, I know. Gabby yeah. would like the Snicked family to bond like all families should on a road trip. And she brings up a really interesting point. And she has matching t-shirts. I love it. She has a t-shirt that says, what do you guys think? The Snicks. Jonathan approves. I love Jonathan in this issue as well. I don't know why I don't have a Marvel Legends version of Jonathan. I have Jeff, the land shark. I need, well, I mean, obviously I also need Gabby Gabby. as an action figure. But if you had Gabby and a little Jonathan, oh my God. So cute. I go crazy for it. You go crazy for it. And so she wants to go on a road trip because she's like listen y'all i almost died and you don't have any memories of me other than us fighting for our lives so let's make some memories and they're like okay where are we gonna go and then she's like oh let me get my map she made a map map. and if y'all have recall and if y'all know anything about justin he loves a map I make maps all the time. He makes a map for every trip we go on. It's one of the reasons why Alicia is so anxious about this trip that she's going on tomorrow. Because, because there's I'm no not map. with Justin. There's I no don't map. have a map. I don't have an itinerary. There's nobody charting the course. I'm just going. But also, I just want to say, like, I chart the course, but it's also a very flexible course. Right, right. It's not like a, a strict timeline. You have to do this. Line, you have to do that. It's a knowledge. It's the knowledge, right? It's like here are where the restaurants are. Here is where the grocery stores are. Here's where the gas stations are. Here's where there's fun activities in relation to our hotel. Like, it just makes me feel like I don't have to worry about where anything is or what's going on because Justin has done his research. If you don't know, like Gabby and I do, you can make maps in Google Maps. <laughs> and uh, I, just, gonna... I lost it. All caps. She made a map. She made a map. I wrote. Justin, how hyped did you get it? That she I got made him so out? hyped. Not only she's just, just so emotional, and, and I do love that they bring up the New Mutants arc and the fact mm-hmm. that because I feel like it's so relevant to what we're talking about with Laura too in last issue of X Men. Yeah, right. The fact that we now have another version of Laura that has a lot of differences because of the number of years that she's lived otherwise, but. There's a lot of interesting conversation that came up from the social media post that I posted yesterday about mm. the two Lauras that we have. And I think it was Pastry Jordan on Facebook saying that it would likely be something like what happened with Cable, mm. that there could be both of them, but only one would be backed up in the resurrection protocols. Oh. And and some people were like, ah, I bet they're just going to kill the old one. At that some would be point, terrible. Like the writers, right? right. <laughs> Not Krakoa. No, like, no, no. We're just gonna murder you. We can't or have we you. Can't have you here. Which, which Jordan also brought up a great point that they're basically indestructible, right? In that they have regenerative healing factors and may or may not have metal bones. It's confusing. <laughs> it's confusing because it goes back and forth. Someone asked the other day, how had Laura lost an arm in Exterminators oh, right. because. Of, and I was like, ah, maybe fey magic cuts through adamantium, or maybe they forgot that she has adamantium on her bones now because that's only a very recent addition. Right. The other thing that I really loved from this issue was the olden days. Yeah, watch this it. This is how families got to know each other in the olden days. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gabby. Yeah. But overall, that was a really fun <laughs> issue. I'm the glad it was part so of the good. week. The kid has a point. What? You hear that, Jonathan? I, I have, have a, a point. point. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, gosh. This this is reason enough to check out Marvel Unlimited. 
Yeah. Marvel, the Marvel Voices issues are really great, too. Yeah. Written by Stephanie Williams. Art by Alan Robinson. Colors by KJ Diaz. Letters, Joe Sabino. He sees Joe Sabino. There was another... I think it was like the Spider-Verse Marvel Unlimited, but it was written by Stephanie Williams as well and involves Mayday Parker. Oh. I didn't read it, but I think I might. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. On to the... The main event. Book of the week. The, the only <laughs> book that we have because... Because we don't you know. know. We don't know. Because we don't know. circumstances. What are you doing? Exterminators number three. Tell me about that cover. We've got an action-packed cover. Do you recognize the art? This is... I, I no. always love when I start to on-site recognize certain art styles. And this one immediately popped out to me. Uh, this is Federico Vicentini. Oh. Who was the artist on X-Deaths mm. of Wolverine. Yes. Who we met at New York Comic Con. Indeed we did. What is it about Federico's art that sticks out to you? It's the motion of characters. It's the features. Mm. I feel like that's that's really the big things that made this really pop out to me as Federico. Cool. All right, shall we? Oh, yeah. Page turn noise. Now, it's the only one of the episodes, so it's got to be big. <laughs> no. The following issue is recommended for mature audiences only. It contains gore, comic mischief, extensive discussion of Dazzler's ass, partial nudity, (laughs) also more than partial nudity, and is probably not suitable for any audiences. Reader discretion is advised. I love how these have become a part of the narrative now. Mm -hmm. They're just as evolving as the title pages. It's awesome. Speaking of a title page, here we are. Eat your hearts out. This book is looking respectfully Mm 0.0. Written by Leah Williams. Art by Carlos Gomez. Colors by Brian Valenza. Letters, Travis Lanham. He sees Travis Lanham. Cover, Federico Vicentini and Matt Miller. Matt Miller. Uh, I gotta tell you, the, the satisfaction of seeing Boom Boom's powers with the words Boom Boom (laughs) really got me. Shout out to Travis Lanham. Mm hmm. We, we get right back to where we were last issue. Jumping They're in right the back middle in. of this fight and just exploding everything with the blindfolds on. But something's wrong. Something. Someone else is here. And vampires just go straight for the throat. Yeah. Vampires. This, I mean, I know how vampires work. Doesn't <laughs> yes. this mean that Boom Boom, Boom, Boom is, is going to be a vampire? vampire? Right. I mean, that's what I thought, but she doesn't seem to be affected. So yeah. I don't know. We shall see. And uh, there's a th- this is a very uh, suggestive couple of panels with Laura and Dazzler. Just the one, I think, that you're talking about, the middle one. Yeah, where they bump. Well, they're holding hands, you know, romance, <laughs> because they need to stick together. But Friends then the way hands. they the way they bump into each other is a little. Yeah, I don't know. I like it though. I'm not upset by it. Yeah, I love that. Laura can sense the new sense. Mm-hmm. Something else is not here, not just the doppelgangers. And I love the silhouetted smile of this vampire lurking in the distance. Yeah. Just knowing that Laura knows that she's there, but they can't do anything about it almost. Yes. And in an attempt to save Boom Boom from the vampire, Jubilee happens to kind of, you know, spark 
Her boob. Her boob. What can you do? Is this just a zap and punch and just the, the back and forth? Okay. Like this, the last two issues have been ridiculous. And I feel like it's only gotten more and more as mm-hmm. they have just leaned in on, oh, wait, did I just upset you because I accidentally sparked on your boob? Well, I'm going to uppercut you in the under boob. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like would, I, I don't have boobs, obviously, but I feel like that would hurt a it lot. Does. I would, <laughs> it does. It does. Look at look at Jubilee's face. She loves it. She's laughing. I mean, oh. what I think is really interesting, right, is like you oftentimes see in like movies or things like that, guys punching each other in the you know what. In the junk. In the junk. That's a good word for yep. it. You know, like hitting each other in the junk, seeing who can take it more. All of these things when they're Whoa. mad at each other. It's, it, no, I just want to stop you there. It is not <laughs> like a... It's not like a, all right, bro, I'm ready. Like, hit me in the jump. I can take you. I'm strong. Like, it is more of like a, you weren't paying attention. I just tapped you in the nuts and you're now doubled over in pain on the ground. But it's just like, you know, that's, ha- what that's, that's what that section reminds me of. Yes. The when she uppercuts her, it's like that similar, like, ooh, you know, yeah, but bro don't, thing. Don't but- we have bigger concerns? Yeah, like Dazzler's ass. Yeah, like Dazzler's ass. And cut to Xavier. Highly uncomfortable by this conversation. He doesn't need these kinds of details in their council room recap. He just wants this serious information. And it's interesting because I think we talked about this in the second issue, how this framing device of the Halloween costumes in the council made it feel like, okay, so what happens next doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily matter because we know that they make it out at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's comics. It's Krakoan era comics. We know that they're going to make it out. And this issue makes me like it that much more right. because it plays with the framing of it that we're able to jump around the story and reveal details in a different interesting way yes so <laughs> i just <laughs> i heard that that's great for getting a real juicy dumper that's true and all the ladies of the council are like oh. i know i love it i love that they're all laughing except for storm she's storm the, the is, serious storm is like let's uh can we get back ladies, on track here on, on track let's please go. Tell us what's going on. They're like, okay, well, in space with the people from Otherworld. And then they're like, oh, wait, sorry. We skipped a bunch. Let's go back for a second. How did you know that the enchantment was down? Uh, Otherworld guests, come on in. Yes. So we're back into the story. Alex is distracted. He's on the phone. This Talking to our mysterious benefactor Mm -hmm. who we meet at the end of this issue. This mirror creature of sorts decides to break the enchantment while Alex isn't looking and suddenly the doppelgangers are gone and the girls can take off their blindfolds. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before they take off the blindfolds, this is something that like my friends and I will constantly do. Not talking about Dazzler's ass, obviously, but just <laughs> roasting one another higher and higher mm-hmm. and just i love the use of the peach emoji yes it's so good bleeping out the words <sighs> and then and then boom boom takes her blindfold off and she's like ah oh it's just <laughs> you wolverine i thought you were a monster <laughs> which builds on her attitude towards laura from last issue it's great is laura's arm growing back because I felt like it was yes, bunted it at like the is. elbow. Yeah. And now because especially her costume. Is cut there, yeah. Right, yeah. 
It is growing back. It's time to fight some vampires, and let's just be clear, they attacked us first. Yeah, right. And they're toothier and wetter than the doppelgangers. They are out for blood. They're vampires, I mean. Of course. What do you expect? What do you expect? I love the the way in which they're fighting them, the shoving of the boom into the throat for internal explosion. Yeah. Cut to... I am also full of important juices. I bet you are, Tabby, you naughty tart. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it's a ridiculous thing to say, but also as... Boom Boom calls out like, I'm not sure I appreciate what you're saying, Jubilee. Like, <laughs> but that's she's just continuing the roast. Right, right, exactly. But now Boom Boom is the target and that's not what she's down for. Yes. Cut to Dazzler. Well, I'm going to use the crowd. Yeah. And I'm going to amplify their noise. I'm going to play on my experience as a rock and roll star and bring the noise to bring the boom. To take the house down. But it's not enough to just hype them up. That's going to grab their attention. Now Now we need boom booms boob boobs. A little little additional excitement for the world. And and Tabby just is like, okay. uh, Uh, What? Wait, what? Really? Uh, Okay, I guess. There's the potential of a strip tease. Laura's like, what the heck are y'all doing? What's going on? Oh, well. We're riling up the crowd while I'm affecting this. And this is also a, a unique use of Jubilee's power mm-hmm. to be able to do this to the walls and essentially ready them for this massive explosion. Mm-hmm. As the countdown, I love this back and forth between Jubilee and Laura. We're not normally like this. I, I find you all equally disappointing. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I've missed you so much. Likewise, idiot. Yeah, it's nice. I did go back and read through some issues of X-23 where Jubilee as a vampire and Laura really start to connect over Mm. this trauma of needing to kill. Oh, interesting. Which was a really interesting story and I think speaks to this I've missed you so much line. Mm, Nice. Well, the boobs explode. Yes, they do. The boobs explode. The mirror house shatters. The ladies run away. This full page explosion it's disco amazing. ball is intense. It's amazing. Kathoom. But you've made a fragmentation grenade. Everyone's getting attacked. There's nothing really that they can do because it's reforming around them. Well, I guess we should just blow up the ground because I'm sure there are other prisoners down below. Yes. And, you know, this, this insight from Laura, this conversation that... Some of it must have happened off panel of that Laura was here and she was held captive and there are others with her. Like she was fighting other people. Right. So we need to find those others and we know just how to do that. Crash, bang, boom into Alex's office. Well, yeah. And also at the same point, Dazzler wants some revenge too. Mm-hmm. And is stopped when she sees the mirror face. Yes. She frees this other worlds being and the rest of the team drops down into the pit where the others are being held captive that is quite the collection sniff i'd recognize the smell of that bleep anywhere which when i first read this before i hit the last page i was like who are they talking about Mm. the collection that creep Mm -hmm. and then we turn i was wondering how he became involved in this and we see as 
Dazzler and our other world friend are grabbed by these Super Smash Brothers magic hands <laughs> out of nowhere and brought to this captive place at the mercy of the Collector. The Collector. Who has hired Alex for this specific purpose of bringing a explosive, a bombastic mutant and one regenerative mutant for, I guess, a, a circus show that he's putting together. I guess. And Alex wants extra points because he brought in two extra bombastic right, right, right. mutants. No, I asked for one. Now you can take your pick. <laughs> and uh, that's that's where we leave it. The Collector, an eternal who's too cheap to pay for your leftovers. I do like this data page usage for the show that mm -hmm. will happen next issue and the fact that we are now in space. And what does exotic never before seen monster hybrids mean? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Is that hybrids of what? Well, maybe is that the other world creatures that came into the council room with maybe Maybe those are the other captives. I'm not sure. Right. Or maybe someone's do, trying to do some experiments on these other worlds and Krakoan beings together. Ooh. Another person experimenting? Too much. Too much. Next, exterminated. Uh, what do you think? What? That's my question. Oh, how does it feel? It's fine. But also, I really enjoyed this. I really liked it. I... Don't know how it keeps on getting more and more ridiculous, but also at the same time, I'm here for it because... See, I don't know that I would say it would get more and more ridiculous. I think I've just accepted it as a ridiculous and it just like... I I don't know. I feel like it has gotten... You, you asked me what I thought, okay? Okay, okay. Let me, I'm let me sorry. tell you what I think. Okay? Stop interrupting me. Oh, I'm, my bad. I'm speaking. I have the floor. Thank you. Oh, shoot. Anyway. <laughs> it's getting more and more just bombastic if we're going to use a word from the book and i i do feel like the the lines of dialogue have gotten more ridiculous raunchier raunchier sure that's a great word more crass and <laughs> the explosions the lengths that they're going to the ways that they're fighting mm -hmm. i just feel like it's amping itself up more and more where do we reach the peak where do we reach the high so many people commented why is this a mini I know. And I, but I, I think that that's, that's what makes it good. That's the magic of it, right? Yeah. And honestly, I felt this when I was reading Knights of X. I don't feel like Knights of X would have been as strong if it was just an endless tale. There's nothing to say that Teeny with Knights of X, Leah with Exterminators aren't going to learn something from this, aren't going to incorporate this type of storytelling in whatever else they want mm -hmm. to do. But to have a contained story that really takes advantage of this type of storytelling, this type of high octane action and ridiculous dialogue and just fun characters, I feel like that's a formula not to not to repeat it, but to learn from and expand on for the next time yeah, that she wants to do yeah, something I like this. Yeah, I think it's like it's a fun it's a fun story, right? Like we know that we're learning some other things about what's going on with vampires, what's going on with Otherworld, what's going on with the Collector. We're going to learn something that either enhances or changes or impacts the universe in some way. But it's not like super high stakes. It's not heavy when we're reading it. It's fun. No, yeah, it's action-packed. It's fast-paced. It's witty. It's crass it's all of these things that you want and so thinking like okay maybe exterminators 
will not carry on. But then we'll get another side story of another group having fun, ridiculous adventures. And it's like, that's what's fun about it. Yeah, I do love the dynamics of all of these characters together. And yeah. I think I had mentioned before that I'd love this to be like something that happens maybe annually, like this girl's trip kind of Oh, with these, with these characters? Yeah, like that could be fun. Hmm. But I do think that if this wasn't a set story with an ending that they knew was coming. It wouldn't it have could, been as strong. It won't, it, yeah, it wouldn't have been as strong. It could and, get and redundant. Even, even I worry about the idea of repeating this as a form structure. I feel like it's similar to how I was feeling with the thought of, are we going to get a volume two of Hellions mm. with a different writer trying to recapture that magic? Is it just going to be trying to recreate what is so successful? And can we just say, okay, I appreciate this for what it is mm -hmm. in this moment. And then something else, new influences, new evolutions on this. And, and Leah continues to grow as a writer and creator. Yeah. I mean, I would love it if Leah wrote the annual girls trip book. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it has different characters. I would like to see different characters if they're going to do this again. But mm. I, I do think that this is a great team, a great lineup, and just I love it. It's a lot of fun. There's so much fun. Oh, you don't have questions? You're going to ask me? No. you going to ask me a big picture? What did you think? Did you say? I loved it. I thought it was really fun, and I think it's interesting that, that the twist of the collector is not something that I was expecting. Nope. And I really, one of my favorite moments was the council room moment where they then started to jump back into the story and then acknowledge that they had jumped too far yeah because that oftentimes will happen in a comic where it'll like jump into a, a certain section of a story and i'll feel like i missed something and it'll never be addressed that i should feel that way that i just have to figure it out <laughs> and in this it was like oh i'm sorry are you confused because we left something out we did that intentionally so that felt like a very satisfying yes yeah, self-aware moment and i also think you know this addition of these other world characters and the collector and this spin on what we thought we knew as this game show scenario in the third issue sort of shifting us because that's something that we've you know questioned or wondered about in in other arcs and other books is like when you're at issue three and it seems like you know everything like how do you, how do you keep it going yeah. how is it interesting for the next two issues what or, do you have to look forward you know to? And, and like how does it wrap up and this feels like even though in the end of issue three we're kind of given this bomb drop we also i also feel like there will be no problems wrapping up this story like i won't feel like i don't feel like this is such a huge reveal at the end of issue three that all of a sudden we're gonna have two more issues to try to figure out the great mysteries of the world you right know? i mean we all know the collector's a jerk and he does terrible things right mm -hmm. you know and i think it's so interesting to have a continuation of the overall narrative but a shift in location that mm -hmm. we've added a new element a new dynamic a new player to this that can carry us through the last two issues can i don't know we don't even know how do they get all these halloween costumes where do those come in and i just feel like there are so many elements to this that there's a lot to play with but not an overwhelming amount right questions questions mando mutato loves dazzler and wolverine but jubilee and boom boom are stealing the show mm -hmm. i think so it's their dynamic. Yeah. You know, it's really cool to see their friendship. And it's it's often not the kind of 
friendship that you see. Like I would love like this book, this whole book explodes the Bechdel test. Oh yeah, they're for sure. not talking about men very often. It was only the first issue, really, right. about Alex, and it wasn't really even the focus of. Well, no, it was kind of the focus. Right, of, it was the focus. Yeah, it was the inciting incident. But it's like these these conversations and these friendships, like it's just so real. It's like something that I really feel like I can appreciate as a female reader. And that's what's cool about having female creators on the book is that the perspective is of these women and their like raunchy comments to each other. Like girls talk to each other like that. And you don't often see that as much in, in media. I mean, I feel like nowadays you see it more than you used to, but it's just fun to see. And it's like, oh yeah, that's real. Yeah. Wise guy 731701 gets that exterminators is supposed to be silly, but do you think this issue was gratuitous? Did it go too far with it? Never. No, I think you wanted to go further. I like keep it coming. I hear what he's saying because it it is and I think that it's the point that it's so different than mm-hmm. anything else in the line. Oh, 100%. And I think that that's to its benefit, right? right? That in the same way that not everyone is intended to enjoy everything, mm-hmm. right? This is speaking to very specific influences of grindhouse, of just raunchiness, mm-hmm. of ridiculousness. And it is very upfront about that being the influences that it's drawing from. Yeah, it's like the like the buddy comedy right. in the larger franchise of things, you know? Yeah. Mike Loves Mariah Carey says, Boom Boom's boob bomb was titillating. <laughs> I love it. I love the wordplay. I love the alliteration. I love a little alliteration. Oh, God. How does it keep upping itself? This book is hilarious, fun, action-packed, and great cliffhangers. Yeah, it's really a great book. Yeah. Like, for a week where you only get one book, sometimes you get one book and you're like, oh, that was fine. Yeah. I'm happy for this to be my one book. It made me smile. It was a nice, easy read. Right. You know? Yeah. And then just, I was pleasantly surprised with the Snicks, too. Mm-hmm. So I, it was just, yeah. it was a good week for such a small week. Yeah, agree. I feel overwhelmed looking at the list coming next week. Yeah, I can't think about that. <laughs> but before we get to that, Gilbert Rojo 1022 wants to know who is the standout so far for each of us in this book. In this book of the four characters, who's the standout? It's Boom Boom. It's Boom Boom. It's Boom Boom. You know what it is? It's like we saw Boom Boom a little bit in New Mutants, and that's the first time I had ever seen her. And I remember being like, "Oh, I like Boom Boom." She's a drunk mess, but oh. also came to party. Yeah, like I like Boom Boom. I want more Boom Boom, and Leah is giving me more yeah. Boom. Like I just, I love it. I yeah. love Boom Boom. I just feel like she is the one that is so forward with challenging the mm-hmm. others of the group and she's just so ridiculous like, like her, her reactions to laura i feel like that's a running gag in itself yeah. that's going to get heightened that's going to explode further the exploding bo- boobs that was ridiculous yeah, that but is ridiculous it was so ridiculous that's not even how our powers work but i don't care <laughs> but i don't it's, care it's stupid fun i also think that for this i'm really enjoying seeing jubilee in a different light than i saw her constantly in excalibur because i felt like she Mom didn't mode. really get a lot of action and she was just constantly worrying and and feeling sad about what was going on with shogo and like yeah i get it like that's your child and that's respect respectable but i also am like 
Who are you as a person? I just like seeing this other side of her and getting to know her in a different way. Yeah. I'm interested to see... And and Laura has been pretty well served in the Krakoan era, but I feel as though, and maybe this is connecting to Mendo Mutato's point, that Dazzler and Laura are kind of on the back burner Mm -hmm. in this. You know, Jubilee has been a standout in actually getting some characterization. Dazzler's main bit is that she is the one that brought everyone together Mm -hmm. and she's dealing with this bad breakup. Laura was just kind of there and and stole the show last issue with the hi guys oh hi guys oh hey <laughs> your your work meme was funny oh yeah leah and carlos both shared that and loved it uh so that's great those are our questions those are our comics it's great it was a great week it was an easy week but sometimes you need an easy week especially when you're traveling to la tomorrow morning yeah and you haven't packed yet yeah i have like laid things out and begun the packing process but I haven't, you know, checked the little boxes on my list and mm. put things in a suitcase. Mm. So that's what's happening now. Well, before we get to that, mm. I want you to guess how many issues, not including Marvel Unlimited, because obviously now I'm thinking there might be two issues mm. of Marvel Unlimited. Right, because we got to get the other. Snicks and X-Men Unlimited. Mm-hmm. How many physical comics? Eight. Did you know that? Did you cheat? I did not cheat. It's eight. It's eight. It's eight. Dark Web, number one, mm-hmm. starting the big event. Extreme X-Men, number one, ooh, a little ooh. throwback. Immortal X-Men, number nine, the heat. X-Men Red, number nine, the heat. Yeet. New Mutants, number 32. X-Force, number 35. Captain Marvel, number 44. Oh, my gosh. And Marauders, number nine. Yikes. Yes, the reason I knew there was eight is because the other day when we were recording our Patreon episode, we went through what the new issues were, and I remember that there were eight. Oh, so you cheated. I did not cheat. I actually had a memory for like (laughs) once in my life. You never remember the comics. I I didn't remember the titles. I just remembered that there were eight. All right. And it's a bigger episode, and... I'm also busy next Thursday night. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see my cousin Sarah sing with Postmodern Jukebox in their Christmas tour with my mom. And my mom texted me today and said that my cousin Sarah got us VIP backstage meet and greets for after the show. Wow. So I'm very excited about that. But... That'll give you more time to do notes, and then we can record on Friday night. All right. New information. <laughs> I sprung that on Justin during the episode. Displeased. <laughs> I probably told you once a while ago, but. Yeah, like long time ago. Like months ago. And I saw your mom post about it today, and then I tried to Google when is the postmodern jukebox <laughs> concert. But Sorry. Whatever. Whatever. I'll just be here, read my comics, play with my action figures. Actually, that sounds great. That yeah, sounds like a great I time. I knew you have a blast. So um, until next time, old friend. Charles. You're stuck in the age of apocalypse. We miss you. No, we don't. <laughs>